podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. What's good with this IFL TV in association with MTK Global? I'm here today. Uh, Mr. O'Hara Davis's pad mm-hmm. in Chafford. Um, first interview of 2020 for me. Mm-hmm. Big one. I'm sitting and on the tour box. Hell yeah. And you're sat on a toolbox. Uh, this is a make. This is a makeshift interview. I must stress, very I'm, makeshift interview. I'm sorry, but guys, I've been living here for about three weeks now. Just before Christmas, I moved in. Um, the sofa has been ordered, but it's not going to come until next month. There was like, a, like a, there was like a 12 week wait. I'm like, this sofa looks so good. I've suffered 12 weeks, so I've got myself a little stool. I just sat on a toolbox. That's like it's not even like a. It's decent chair, it's like a primary school chair. It is. <laughs> um, how are we? Great. How is 2020 treating you so far? Um, you know, it's gone good. Last year for me was great, last year for me. Um, and I want to start this year the way that I ended last year. Go from success to success. Obviously, you know what, we know what's in your sights. We mm. know what you're aiming for because... Mm. You've got dates, a date penciled in now for the Golden Contract semi-final, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you know that if you win that, you have another fight guaranteed. Yeah. But the big news, mm-hmm. you and Angel Fernandez, it's mm-hmm. gone down well on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's sort of someone that a lot of people respect. They're mm-hmm. saying he's like the brains and the mastermind behind Joshua's mm-hmm. performance yeah. in the rematch against Andy Ruiz. Yeah. Gone down very well, you and him. Yeah, and I think it was. You know, Angel's a great coach. Um. I don't know if Angel wants me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I don't think Angel really wanted to work with me when I first, like, when we first approached him. Because when I sat down with him, he was like, listen, I think you're a good fighter, but the way you are over social media, the, you know, has to change. Certain things about you outside your ring has to change. I want you to be humble, no arrogance, not with me. And I sat down and I was thinking, can I really do this? But then I said to myself, you know, I've been humble anyway. So, you know, after my, after, um, at my last conference I had, I turned into humble OD. I was like, yeah, I'm actually humble anyway. I forgot, yeah, I forgot that I was actually being humble. For I forgot that I was being humble. But I'm actually humble <laughs> OD now. This is easy work. So, um, like, you know, then we had our first session together. Um, at my spa, the first one wasn't good at all. And it wasn't good at all. And Angel showing me this movement and that movement and it was hard to learn it. But I'm getting the gel of it now. And it took a few days for me to get gelled into the kind of style that Angel has. Angel's like quite a perfectionist. I throw a jab, he's like, no, if you throw it like this, your foot should be here. Head movement straight after you throw. When you throw the right hand, you don't have to lean in too much of it. Like be cool composed, calm, and I was like, everything that I threw, it was like, this is how it was done, this is how it was done, this is how it was done, and I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing right? But now, I'm getting the gel of it, I'm getting the gist of it, and, and I sparred the other day, the best that I've ever sparred in a while, in a long while. Is that and with Samuel Antwi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and Samuel Antwi had a great spot, Samuel Antwi is an amazing fighter. But yeah, me and him had, had, you know, it was a good, it was a really good spar, I was, I could work on a few things, and he could also work on a few things, but, I'm seeing what I've been learning 
under Angel start to come into play now and I've got another five or six weeks so you know it's a good it's a good bond like it's like we get on well everything's all good there's no issues there's no I don't like personality or like he don't like me I don't like him we work everything perfectly and so I'm in a, I'm in a good place is it a bit of a risk the fact that you've entered the tournament um, you got a stoppage win mm. in the quarterfinal mm. and despite the fact that Angel is a fantastic trainer, mm. so highly regarded in the game. Is it a risk that you're sort of changing things up now? Because, like you said, you stepped into mm. uh, your first sessions with him, mm. and you felt like there wasn't anything you were doing right. Mm. Is it sort of a risk now to switch if I it that still, much? If I still felt that way now, then there'll be an issue. If I was still finding it hard and I still didn't really get the gist of it, then there might be an issue. But now I'm getting the gist of it now, and I'm improving. I could say that I'm a better fighter now than I was in my last fight. That's how confident I am, and it only took a few days. It only took three or four days before I got the gist of it, and I understand. And so it's okay now. Now we're just making more progress, more progress. Because Angel said to me, "You know what? I don't really want to change too much because you're because you're fighting in six or seven weeks." He was he said to me before, and because you're fighting so soon, I don't really want to change too much. But there's a few things that. I do really want to work on and a few things that I can improve before fight night. I'm not going to change your whole boxing style, but what I feel needs to be changed, that's what I'm going to come in and I'm going to change. Camp life. Mm. So you're in camp at the moment, like you said, mm. a couple of alterations. Um, mm. Would we be able to expect bigger alterations if you were to progress in the semi-final? Mm. Or once you've, if you were to progress and Mm. Perhaps say get a stoppage win even. Mm. Would it be keep it the same, or would you look to move it even further? I want to move it even further. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to learn, and that's the thing about being under Angel. That n not disrespect to any other coach I've ever been with, but when I've been with any other coach, it's more going through the gist of things. So I go gym, you spar, you do your pad, you go through the gist of everything and, and the movements. And when you think when you're doing that, it gets a bit boring. And I've realised in my boxing career, I've been kind of bored in the gym, like. I know the drill, I know what I'm doing, you shine the box, you hit the pads, hit the bags. But when Angel tells me this is how it should be done and do that movement and then I'm not understanding it myself, I'm like, oh yeah, that's actually so right. Like when you move this way, you throw that punch, you move that way, you throw the other punch, you throw, you move this way, you move that way. If they're orthodoxes, you move one way, if they're south, you move the whole other way. And I'm learning so many new things and it's exciting to learn and I don't want to stop learning. I don't want to stop learning, so we need to learn, 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 learn. I'm taking as much as I can from this man. All that wisdom and that understanding of boxing and the knowledge that he's got, I'm taking it all. If that means that I've got to be humble OD, I'll be humble OD. I can, listen, I can extend humble OD for another five years if I want to. I can, you know what I mean? I can extend humble OD. Old, that humble OD doesn't, doesn't, have a, doesn't have a timeline. When I said that I'm going to be humble OD, I never said I was going to be humble OD for this camp. I just said I'm going to be humble OD. But I can extend it. I can, I can extend humble OD for the rest of my boxing career. I don't need to be arrogant again. I don't need to be tall. I don't need to talk much. I don't, I don't need to be rude to anyone. I don't need Let to the fist do talking. Exactly. So when we sat down and he said that to me, I was thinking if this was three years ago, maybe the answer would have been no. But now, I can do it. I can, I can do it, I can do it. 
Right, I was going to ask you about camp life, I got you. Um, you picked me up, you went into the shop, bought some eggs, come back, mm. cooked them, mm. and put them on jam on toast. I'm a chef, come Egg, on. Eggs on jam on toast. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I know. I've got weird taste. Do you know what I do? So, I'm a chef, in, in case you guys didn't know. OD, OD's two tank chef. Um, I make breakfast for myself every single morning. Obviously, I've got Winnie's Mills, the best in the business, so they do my lunch and my dinner. But, for breakfast, I do my own breakfast. What I, what I have, I have the same thing every day. I have toast, jam on toast, eggs on top of the jam, and when I'm not in camp and I feel like it, I put ketchup on top of the eggs. So it was a ketchup, egg, jam sandwich. Doesn't that sound amazing? Come on. That is vile. Come on. That is vile. Um, the golden contract, everyone knows what fight we want to mm. see out mm. of four left. Mm. Mm what you would want. Do you know much about how the draw is going to be done? Because when you've got eight men and it's a quarter yeah. final, you can yeah. do the sort of picking. Yeah. But when there's only four of you, mm. um, it's I a bit, for what it's basically, it would be one person mm. picking one and that's, so do you know much about how the draw is going to work? I think it's going to work the same way. Yeah. I think. So but one I'm person not, gets a pick and that's it. I think so, because, but yeah. I'm not, com I'm not complaining because it goes by alphabetical order and I'm going to be getting the first pick. So hopefully I'll get the blue ball. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't really know. To be honest, I don't really care. I don't really, I don't care who I fight. For me, I'm a fighter, a warrior. I'm never back down from any fight. Look how many unbeaten fighters I faced in my boxing already. Look how many good names I fought. Look how many risks that I've taken. I ain't scared of any of these motherfuckers. None of them. So it don't matter who. I don't, I don't care how it's done. I don't, I don't care if I don't get a pick. I don't care if they say, you know what, there ain't no pick, we're matching you against him. I don't care. I'm here to do a job. I'm here to fight. I'm here to work hard in the gym, me and my coach, and then I'm, and then I'm here to fight. All the other stuff, who I'm fighting against, that's not really my concern. I'm just here to fight. Would you say your favourite in the tournament? Out of four guys left? I don't know. I don't know, probably in the bookies, yeah, but I never look at numbers. The thing about numbers is that numbers lie. Numbers lie. Look at Mike Tyson when he fought Buster Douglas. He was a favourite. Look what happened. He was like 50 to 1. He was like 50 to 1. And he got his ass whooped. He got, he got stopped. And I remember somebody come up to me before my last fight when I fought, when I fought you. And he was like, listen, I've, I've seen you down as a favourite. I've got money on you. You were down as a, as a, a favourite. And everyone coming up to me talking about I'm the favourite. And what I can do is I can give a fighter a false confidence. False confidence comes from once you start believing all these numbers and stuff. So I don't look at that. I don't. I, I don't look at that. All I know is if I is if I worked hard, I'm gonna win the fight. If I haven't worked hard, I'm not gonna win the fight. That's the only numbers that I know. Okay, I want to talk about Josh Taylor quickly. Mm. I say quickly. This probably won't be quick. Mm. What do you make of his? Uh move to top rank and MTK and the fact that he's left Cyclone and sort of what's come out after the statements that have been put to out be by honest, Cyclone and Shane McGuigan. To be honest, it's quite shocking because he had his biggest fight of his boxing for him, for Grace. He had a great win. He's had a great boxing career so far under Cyclone, under them as a management coach to McGuigan's. They built him to who he is. I'm not sure what kind of issue they had, but to get a new coach now, I don't know. Most people get a new coach once they stop improving, but he's the best that we've ever seen him, and he's got a new coach now. 
Is that the main worry? Not the fact that, forget the promotional stuff, the main worry is that he will now not be working with Shane. Exactly, Lee. that's Look the concern. Look who turned him into a world-class fighter. That's the concern. Management can change, you can change management, you can change your promotion anytime. But a trainer, if, there's, if something isn't broken, don't try to fix it. But, we don't know what kind of issues they had. If the issues they had was financial, and it affected their friendship, or their, yeah, or, or, or if it affected like their friendship and stuff, then I guess he would have to get a new coach. But I'm guessing for him that would have had to be a last resort kind of thing. I don't think that he just got up one day and said, you know what, I'm going to get a new coach. No, I'm guessing that Taylor tried everything that he can, everything that he can. Because to get a new coach at this part of your boxing career is a very dangerous thing. So this must have been a last result for him. But one thing that I can say is that being on the top rank, I only know good things about top rank. I've never worked with him, I've never met Bob Aaron, but I've only heard good things about top rank. And when you're talking about MTK, come on, it speaks for itself. MTK are the best management in the business. The best. There is no one as good as MTK. MTK, MTK are the best, by far. Like, um, a ridiculous stable of fighters now. Yeah, yeah. Under MTK. Not the fact, MTK are working for their fighters. Like with me, when I had the issue with my last coach, because I'm not sure if you guys know what happened, I made a video about it on my YouTube page. He, he was coming to the gym a whole hour late, a whole hour and a half late. He wasn't taking it seriously. And obviously he had a few personal issues. Um, so many things I could go into. So many things I could go into, but he was having a few personal issues at home. But I'm thinking, I'm in camp, I can't handle this. And so on a certain day, I was like, you know what, I phoned up MTK, I phoned up Adam Hart, I was like, Adam, I'm not working with this guy no more, I need to get a new coach. And I was going crazy on the phone, I was like, but I've only got seven weeks left, what am I going to do? I'm on the phone panicking, Adam Hart was like, OD, relax, relax, relax. He phoned me back in about two hours, and he had a whole list. He was like, you could do this, 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 that. So from the second that I phoned him, he spent his whole time, or his whole day, trying to get me a new coach so that I can be happy. And I think in MTK have got a few, a, few, a few hundred fighters on their books. So imagine doing that for everyone on their books. They working for their, for their guys, where if it was the other manager, I don't know what they'll do, they'll probably be like, I don't know, let's see what we can do. But with MTK was, let's not see what we can do, let me see what I can do, and I'm gonna help you and you can have the final say. So that's why I'm glad that I've signed to MTK to this day. I'm still glad that I signed to MTK, you know what I mean? And I want to stay with them for the rest of my boxing career, hopefully. Shout out to Adam Hart. He is an absolutely lovely bloke. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look like a lovely bloke. <laughs> He's a scary guy. bloke. He is, isn't it? <laughs> but um, he is a lovely bloke. Um, when I put on Twitter about mm. let's do some Q&A questions and whatever, one mm. person did put, you should now link up the McGuigans. Me? Yeah. And Come on. You and Shane should get together and try and fight back and it all ends with you and Josh. The revenge of McGuigans in your corner. <laughs> That'd be a good little storyline, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah. Man, I'm good. At the moment, I'm under Angel Fernandez and I can't look any further. Um, I've never met a coach that knows as, that knows as much as this guy knows. And What's his stable of fighters now? Who's he got, so... Um, his stableism, his stableism is, isn't big. I remember, like, Angel's got... Everyone wants, to, everyone wants to be coached by him, especially after this last AJ fight. That's when Angel really, really got on the map. And since the AJ fight, everyone, everyone, everyone wants to train with him. But when I, but the time when I met him, 
it was like I don't want to, I don't want the stable to be big. I only want it to be a small stable. I don't want too many fighters. I only want a few fighters. So at the moment, I know that him and AJ are like how they're doing their thing now. He's got me. Do you still work with us at Chamberlain? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I don't. I'm not too sure what's been going on then. But as he's out in the states right now, he's with Georgia Rubio. Um, and he's in. He, uh, he's in the states, so I'm not too sure what's going on with him and Angel. But as of now, in England, it's just Josh and me. Um, not like, not bad company to keep. True. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it the fact that he's training you and the world heavyweight champion? Yeah, true. Um, you know, I spoke to him last time. I'm like, there was a good fighter in the gym. I was like, Angel, if I was you, I would take on that fighter. He said to me, oh, you know what, I want to keep a stable small, blah, blah, blah. Who was the fighter? Oh, I can't really say. <laughs> but to be honest, um, Angel's not about, like, he's not about quantity, it's about quality. It's not quantity, it's about quality. And, yeah. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Podcast Network.